Welcome to The Socialist Program. This is the audio of our monthly seminar. Subscribe and support this programming at patreon.com slash the socialist program to join live once a month and ask Brian Becker your questions and listen to them as soon as they come out. Thanks so much for your help in keeping this independent show going. We can make this program with you, but not without you. Everything changes for the United States coinciding with the beginning of the Korean War. And it's not coincidental that that war has not ended. It started in 1950. That led to the remobilization of the American military, using the UN as a fig leaf this time rather than direct U.S. military aggression. And the U.S. went to war in Korea, but it never demobilized after the Korean War. From then on, there was a permanent armaments industry. And we explore in our discussion with Lee Camp why that is. And even at the beginning of the permanent war machine, after the promulgation of what was called National Security Doctrine 68, there was an understanding within the American capitalist class that the armaments industry was at least partly a subsidy for American corporations from the government so that the U.S. would not be plunged into the same kind of economic duress and distress and morass that had existed before World War II, which was the Great Depression. There was a feeling that the depression cycles were going to happen once again, and the U.S. had to have a countervailing, pump-priming, Keynesian economic spending program, but instead of it being for people, it would be to subsidize the arms industry. And then the second reason for the creation of a military industrial complex, of course, is that U.S. capitalism restored world capitalism. European capitalism had been destroyed during the war, both the Allies and the Axis powers. Japan, too, was destroyed. Its cities lay in ruins. There was revolutions sweeping Asia, the Chinese Revolution, the Korean Revolution, the Vietnamese Revolution, the national liberation movements in Indonesia, all of Southeast Asia, throughout Africa, the Middle East. The U.S. became the anchor of a new global world order, whereby the U.S. was the hegemon, the leader of all of the capitalist countries, foes and allies alike, who were restored. And what was created then was the empire. That was when the U.S. really became a global empire manager on behalf of world capitalism, not only its own capitalist interests, but the capitalist interests of Europe and Asia that were threatened by revolution. And so, you know, we talked today in this show, and it wasn't that long, maybe a 35, 40-minute discussion about the emergence of this military-industrial complex, which has become so dominating and such a cancer on society leading incentivizing endless war, but also constituting a theft of the national treasury such that people right now in America, 50 million people are hungry and food lines are getting longer and longer and 40 million families face eviction and 8 million lost healthcare in the last year alone during the pandemic, including a million healthcare workers. But no money for this part of the population, but endless money for the armaments industry. So I'll leave it there, Nicole, and see if people have questions or comments. You know, I think one that might be good to start with, Brian, does the Biden administration offer any hope for progressive policies? I think the Biden administration, the makeup of the cabinet, as you can see, and Biden's tone 
it's pretty much a reincarnation of the Obama administration, which in turn was a reincarnation of Bill Clinton's two terms. And Bill Clinton took the Democratic Party sharply to the right. Not only in 1999, the seventh year of the Clinton administration, the absolute criminal destruction of Yugoslavia, the last socialist country in Europe, by a bombing campaign, dropping 28,000 bombs and missiles on that small country until the U.S. could finally liberate Kosovo, which the American and NATO argument was they cared so much about Muslims and so much about minorities that they had to bomb Yugoslavia to make Kosovo independent. And what basically that achieved was the undoing of Yugoslavia. So it was like a regime change agenda. And the other thing that Clinton did was Clinton did what Ronald Reagan only dreamed about when Reagan was demonizing black people on public assistance and saying, we have to end welfare, we have to end welfare. Clinton and the Democrats decided to sound like Republicans and end welfare, quote, as we know it, in one fell swoop, 10 million people lost benefits. 10 million people, 10 million poor people, 7 million of whom were kids, were children. But then Clinton could say, we stole the thunder from the Republicans. And, you know, it always reminds me of the novelist Kurt Vonnegut's phrase in one of his books. He said, you are what you pretend to be, so be careful when you pretend. And it's so true. If you pretend to be a right-wing Republican, cutting the benefits of working class and poor people and waging wars internationally, well, that's who you are. And Obama did about the same thing when he came in. Sounded different. People felt great relief that George W. Bush was leaving. But when you look at the record, it was a neoliberal capitalist. They call it free trade, but really just giving everything to the corporations and banks. And that's who Biden's going to be. But I think the reality is that if we mobilize people with enough intensity and enough strength, and especially organize the people who are not yet political, but who are hungry, and mobilize the people who are not yet political, but facing eviction through no fault of their own, not because they're delinquent, not because they're lazy, not because of all of those things that the bourgeoisie says about poor people. They are losing their homes and they've lost their jobs and their kids are hungry because of the way the capitalist government handled COVID-19. We have to organize that part of the population. Matter of fact, I'm really hoping that our show becomes popular among that sector of the working class and poor who desperately need information, are not getting it from the corporate-owned media, and who, if they become politically active, which happens throughout history from time to time. That's all for this preview. If you'd like access to the rest of this seminar and our entire archive of exclusive seminars with Brian Becker, become a patron at patreon.com slash the socialist program. We are an independent show and we cannot make this programming without you. Thanks so much for your support. 